Chapter 4 of Conciliatory or Irenical Animadversions on the Controversies Agitated in Britain under the Unhappy Names of Antinomians and Neonomians by Herman Witsius. Translated by Thomas Bell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Whether Christ, by taking upon him the sins of the elect and satisfying divine justice, absolutely purchased eternal salvation for them. I now go on to the fifth controversy, wherein it is inquired what Christ obtained to the elect, that by translation of our sins to him, and by taking them upon himself. The fruits and effects of this matter may be considered in a twofold point of view, either before or after the Saviour bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Now it is to be maintained for certain that the efficacy of that translation was so great that it availed also to the redemption of the transgressions which were under the First Testament, Hebrews 9.15, and in consideration of it only, as many as from the beginning were saved, obtained salvation. For since God knew that his Son was a faithful surety, and the actual payment was by the most wise counsel of the divine will deferred till the fullness of time, the payment certainly to be availed as much to the salvation of the elect, and to the grace necessary to salvation, as the payment now actually made. And thus far, indeed, if we consider the sum and substance of the thing, as we used to speak, there is no difference in the diversity of times. The believers in the most ancient ages were as much partakers of the same eternal salvation, by virtue of the one satisfaction in Christ, as those who lived after he was perfected. Although if we attend to the grace of this life, according to its extents, its degree, and other circumstances, God provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Hebrews 9.40 Nevertheless, since the saving grace of Christ is taught more largely and explicitly in the gospel of performance than in that of promise, come now, let us see what fruit redounds to the elect from the finished obedience of Christ and here they by no means obtain my assent who think that christ by taking our sins upon him and satisfying for them purchased our reconciliation unto god and therefore eternal life only upon condition that then only that merit can have its effect in us if we believe so that the possibility of our salvation is purchased by christ but salvation itself remains to be communicated by god as the supreme lord to whom he thinks fit and upon what conditions he shall be pleased to prescribe induced by the authority of sacred scripture and setting a higher value on the satisfaction of christ i thus believe that a right to all the benefits of the testament of grace was purchased at once for all the elect by the satisfaction of christ so far that consistent with his truth and justice the covenant which he made with his son remaining firm god could not adjudge any of the elect to destruction or exclude them from the possession of salvation yea he hath declared that satisfaction being made by his son and accepted by himself nothing remains for the elect either to suffer or to do whereby they may procure to themselves immunity from punishment or a right unto life but only that every one in their time enjoy the right purchased to them by christ and the possession in virtue of that selfsame right and this is what the apostle says two corinthians five nineteen god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing their trespasses to them that is when god accepted the oblation of his son giving himself up unto death for his people at the same time he received into favour not only the remnant of israel which was according to election but also all the nations and families of the earth which otherwise lay in sin 
declaring that he was satisfied for their sins and that after this they should not be imputed to them in order to condemnation or to their seclusion from his saving grace it ought not to be doubted but that christ obtained a right over all the elect which also the father cheerfully and deservedly granted him psalm two eight ask of me and i will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance that is the reward of christ's work with his god was that he should not only restore the preserved of israel but be the salvation of god even to the end of the earth isaiah forty six four and six and that according to the promise isaiah fifty three ten when his soul should make itself an offering for sin he should see a seed it is impossible that christ should not be willing to use that right of his which he so dearly purchased for why should he not actually claim to himself those whom he bought with so great a price unless we suppose that he cannot accomplish it without hurting the liberty of the human will for in reality this rock is known to be the shipwreck of many but we know that the spirit of christ is possessed of such a power to change the heart and soul that he can make those who were formerly the slaves of the devil cheerfully receive christ for their lord and cleave to him with the most free and the most constant assent of the will let us hear christ himself john ten sixteen i have also other sheep which are not of this fold and them i must bring and they shall hear my voice because these sheep were his by right therefore it behoved him to claim them in fact and he knew he could effectuate that by his grace which maketh willing they shall hear my voice it is also to be considered that he is said to have purchased for his elect not only the possibility of the remission of sins but remission itself matthew twenty six twenty eight ephesians one seven and not on condition only that they believe but also the drawing of the father and grace that they may believe truly god blesses us with no spiritual blessing except in christ ephesians one three that is on account of his merits now since the gift of faith is one of the most excellent blessings philippians one twenty nine it must needs be allotted to us on the same account he gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of god and our father galatians one four he purchased salvation for the elect not on condition only that they take a pleasure in the constant study of holiness but he also purchased sanctification as a part of salvation necessarily preceding its consummation he gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works titus two fourteen add ephesians five twenty five twenty six and twenty seven christ loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify her that he might present her glorious to himself but since i have elsewhere professedly prosecuted this subject suffer thyself reader now to be remitted thither and consult if you please the economy of the covenants between god and man book two chapter seven end of chapter four